Hello and welcome to episode 51. I'm Rebecca Saltzman. This is Journey to Organization, and I am so glad to talk to you seven days before Pesach. Um, it is down to the wire here, and uh, what I want to remind you all to do is breathe. Today, I needed to remind myself that my kids already started their vacation, and it has been crazy. Pesach, for those of you who don't know, is um, this year 19 days long in Israel because vacation is uh, eight days before, plus there's one day Isruchag, one day after Pesach. Um, but on the bright side, on Shabbat, on the last day of Pesach for everyone in America here in Israel, we can actually all eat kitniot. So that's exciting. That means we can have our hummus on our matzah or our peanut butter, as long as it's kosher for Pesach. It doesn't matter if it has kitniot on the last day. So that's very exciting. I believe that we had that same thing last year. And um, it's actually nice because it sort of gives you a couple extra food options for Shabbat. Um, but basically... I am totally stressed out this week because it's really, really hard to manage everything when your kids are home from school. Plus, I'm still working and uh, my husband's working. So I don't know. We need to have some reform on that here. Uh, a 19-day vacation is a little bit crazy. I really don't like it. Next year, my goal is to um, go on vacation the week that the kids are off from school prepare my house a whole week early and then just come back and like maybe the day before go shopping and be ready. Um, I know it sounds like a pipe dream, but a lot of people do it here actually. And um, yeah, I mean, to me, it sounds very exciting. So unfortunately this year we weren't able to do that, but Bezrat Hashem next year we can. So I, I, I didn't really get any voicemails this week. That's okay. I don't have a lot of questions to answer. So I'm just going to give you my thoughts about preparing Pesach. And mostly they're to um, bolster my self-confidence in being able to deal with my children. But uh, after today, I needed to remind myself to both be clear about what I expect my children to do over the next week um, to help get prepared for Pesach, and that I expect them to find ways to entertain themselves and to feed themselves without having to come to me every five minutes while I'm working. And after I was clear on exactly what I expected from them, um, things went a lot more smoothly in the house. And I'm sorry to say it took a little bit of raising my voice, but in the end, yeah, it will all be okay. <laughs> um, and like I saw a huge difference. Once I said to my son tonight, this is what I expect to you from you. You're 11 years old. It's a week before Pesach. You need to do X, Y, and Z. It was clear to him. He needed to do X, Y, and Z. And he did it. And, um, you know, of course, I was still a little bit angry, but I took a deep breath and I step back and I said to him, good job. And I think that it's important to remember, and I'm gonna especially try to remind myself this, 
that um, when we set expectations for our kids, it's easier for our kids to know what to do, obviously, because we're telling them. But also, it's good for them because we're clear and we're outlining all the steps. Remember when I said to you, you can't tell your kids to clean up their room. It doesn't mean anything to them because they don't understand the steps involved in them. So by setting clear expectations, you're saying to your family, your kids, whoever, um, this is what I need you to do, X, Y, and Z. And it's a lot easier for them to do X, Y, and Z than to do hypothetical cleaning for Pesach because he's 11. He doesn't know what that means. But what he does know is when I say to him, make sure there's no dirty clothes on your floor, make sure all the toys are away and run the vacuum cleaner, that he can do. Even if he doesn't do a good job on any of those things, it doesn't matter. I'm going to probably go ahead and do a, 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 um, a touch-up anyways, but even if I don't, the fact that I'm having him vacuum his room every single day probably means that we'll be okay. And maybe I'll do just a check and I won't clean up after him, but I think that it's important to also give the kids the responsibility to do things themselves. I remember at that age, I, I, my mom handed me a bottle of Pledge and a, a bottle of Windex and some paper towels and she said to me, polish your furniture and you know clean your windows and vacuum your floor. And I did it and my room was my responsibility and I mean we never really ate in our rooms anyways and so that was not really an issue for us. I, I actually never ever remember eating in my room ever. So. Uh, growing up and my kids don't really eat in their rooms either so I know we're talking about there are kids who hide candy and all that kind of stuff I'm just telling you about my family that we that's not like a thing for my kids they definitely are not hiding um, food I do find like some sucking candies once in a while in their rooms but I don't really find any real food and I've been clear to them that they ha are not allowed to eat in there and on the few occasions that I have found food and really I do check frequently and we are moving their beds frequently because so many we have guests so many weeks and we're always pulling out the trundle beds and everything and I never really see any food so um you know we're doing that and it was like I came home from grocery shopping I told my son come outside and help me bring in the the groceries and he's like Mommy, I did the, the things you asked me. Do you want to check? And I just said to him, you know what? I trust you. I don't need to check. I'll see it later when, you know, I'm a little less busy. And I think that that gave him like a big boost of confidence. Um, and I think that he'll be less reluctant about helping in the future. At least that's what I'm praying for. <laughs> so really, I guess the point is to... Uh, sum up. Be clear what you expect your children to do. If you still have a lot of things to do, I want you to remember not to panic. I mean, that is the worst thing you can do is panic because when you're panicking, you can't see the end of the tunnel. So if you have a lot to do and or even if you don't have a lot to do, but you're just worried that you won't get it all done, don't forget to repeat the mantra to yourself, Hashem keeps me organized, but also um, work backwards. So um, Erev Chag is uh, the Seder, the first Seder is Friday night. Work backwards from next Friday night to um, the day that you're starting at now. So if you're listening to this and it's Sunday, 
Start, don't start from what you need to do Sunday. Start from what has to be done by Friday. What's the last possible moment you can do that task and slot it in for that day? So if you need to kosher your oven, you know, you've got to wait 24 hours before you kosher it. So when, when is that time frame between when you can stop using it to kosher it and when you need to use it again to start cooking? Um, if you kosher your dishwasher, which some people don't, but some people do, again, you need to wait. So when is the drop-dead time you could stop using it so that you can have the waiting period? For, for me, for a lot of the stuff, it's going to be the Shabbos. Uh, you know, I'm not going to use my stove on Shabbos or my oven on Shabbos. So I can kosher it any time after Shabbos if I don't use it and I'm not planning on using it. So um, see what I'm saying? I, but you have to work starting from the endpoint back and slot things in. For those of you who don't do laundry over Pesach, that's fine. Start doing a small load every single day leading up to Pesach. Start with making sure that the linens that you're going to use from that you transfer from chametz to Pesach are all clean. And then you can clean the towels and then you can clean the sheets and the blankets and then you can do the clothes or in whatever order you like, depending on how many people are in your family and, and what your needs are. But start by starting your day every morning by putting a load in. And this way, if you're doing a load every single day leading up to Pesach, you'll for sure have enough clothes to get you through the whole chag. Um, but but it just takes a little bit of planning. I suggest you get out a calendar and mark out what you need to do on each day, working backwards so that you can make sure everything gets done. If you're using my Pesach guide, great. Take the to-do list from there and plot it out in your calendar. If you're not using the Pesach guide, that's okay. Write down, do like just a brain dump Ever write down everything you can think of that you need to um, get done for Pesach and then slot it out into the calendar. And that's really going to help you figure out where you need to do what. But I want you to remember that if you're panicking, don't. It's all going to work out. It's all going to be okay. You're going to get it done. It's going to get done. I know that it seems like it's not going to, but it is. It's going to get done. And panicking won't make it get done better, faster, easier. <laughs> it's not going to help. It's just going to make you feel worse. Um, it's going to make you exhausted. It might even make you sick. Please do not worry. Please take a few minutes to focus on your breathing. If you're feeling stressed out and overwhelmed, Take some time and focus on your breathing. Breathe in and breathe out and make sure, like deep breathing, like we practice, in for four, out for four. Be aware of your breath and really focus on the mantra Hashem keeps me organized because honestly, that is what's gonna get you through it. It's gonna make you do it with a smile. Look, I hate cleaning. I don't do any cleaning with a smile on because I just can't stand doing it. But knowing it that, especially when I'm cleaning for Pesach, it's like more of a mitzvah, it makes me feel happier. The truth of the matter is, is that I split the responsibility with my husband and I also do get a cleaner for Pesach. So it does make my life a lot less stressful. If you can afford it, I'm highly suggesting that you get help because... To me, my mental health is worth the money. <laughs>
it's a lot cheaper to pay for a cleaner for five hours than to pay a therapist for five months <laughs> or even five sessions. So um, my mental health depends on having that. And it's something that I budget for during Pesach. Um, I budget also to have my carpets and my um, sofa professionally cleaned for Pesach because I think that they do a better job than I ever could and it's really like a much better clean and I don't have to really worry about chametz at all. I budget for the extra food, but from year to year, because I'm using this Pesach guide, I know how much things cost I can recognize good prices. I see price increases more easily. I I just, I don't get freaked out at the checkout line because I know how much things are going to cost me. I know how much chicken and meat to order based on the meals from the year before. This year, I know I need more because I have extra days because I have um, the Shabbos attached to the Yom Tov. But it's not necessarily more than normal because if, if Yom Tov falls out, where the last day is, let's say, Thursday, I for sure would have bought enough to get me through Shabbos because I wouldn't have had the time and there wouldn't have been any chickens on the shelves or meat on the shelves anyways Friday for me to go shopping. So I think when you, especially if you're using the guide or a notebook like we talked about, um, it's going to be a lot, lot easier to see things from year to year and it's going to be it's going to be less panicked. And I just think that the planning is what um, really helps keep the panic and the worry down because you know, you know more what to expect. Your recipes are all together. It's easy to plan the menus. Like I have a client right now, she's really, really, really worried because She's never met Pesach before. She always goes to her parents for the whole time, but this year she's not. And what she always used to do was just sort of cover everything up, even though her husband would be staying there. And she would say to him, like, I'll clean the fridge and I'll clean the microwave, but that's it. Everything else I'm covering up and I'm just going to leave out paper plates for you. And that was fine and that worked for them. But now she's really worried because she has to... Um, She's going to be away for the Seder, but she will be there for the rest of the Chag, and she's very, very worried. And I think that this um, is the personification of... Worry is the personification of la lack of emuna, but also I think it's just this sort of... It's, it is a lack of emuna, I think, but it's also this fear of the unknown because it's like you want to do your part. You want to make sure that you've done everything you possibly can so that when you leave it in Hashem's hands, you can say, I did everything I possibly can. It's all in your hands now. But I think that for a lot of people, that's part of the worry. Like, how do I know I've done everything I can? And that is something we just have to get over. If we think we've done everything we can, then we've done everything we can. So don't be so hard on yourself. It's okay to um, 
to believe that you're doing okay. <laughs> it's okay to have confidence in yourself that you're doing the right thing. It's okay to feel confident that you're doing enough, that you don't have to do more than you need to do. It's really okay, and I advise you heavily to do that, and I want you to do that, and I want you to be proud of what you have accomplished. Instead of looking at what you have left to do, think of all the things you have accomplished. This has been an organizational journey. We have been talking to each other for over a year now, and the phone calls that I'm getting are, you know, I have decluttered so much, Pesach cleaning is so easy, cleaning in general is easy, I'm so much happier, and, and that's the thing. You guys have come a long way. You have less in your homes, there is less to clean, there is less to worry about, there is less to do, it's easier to prepare. You can focus on the food if you want. You can focus on the Seder. You can focus on your family trips. You could focus on anything that you want except for the worry. Imagine what it's going to feel like to be sitting at your Seder and your house is clean and how good you're going to feel that it was so much easier to clean it this year. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Because you know what? If you're doing your part, Hashem is going to do His. So... I guess that's really my message for today for everybody is please come to the Seder or go to the Seder um, feeling calm, feeling relaxed, feeling joyful, feeling excited to teach your children about leaving Egypt. It, feel excited to eat the matzah. I, I know a lot of people don't like matzah, but I actually love matzah. Um, it's like, I love it. I really love it. I love shmura matzah. I love, I love any kind of matzah. I love matzah. <laughs> um, so I, I want you to just feel like, enjoy the first bite of the matzah. Enjoy the parts of the Seder plate. Enjoy eating the afikoman. Enjoy eating the meal. Get to that place where you're not exhausted. You're just enjoying everything. Feel free to feel good about the accomplishments that you've done. It is a lot of work to get Pesach ready. It is a lot of work. It's less work when you have less stuff and there's less to clean up, or it's easier to clean the same amount of space when there's less stuff on the floor. You have made a long journey. We're not at our destination yet. We're getting there. I don't know where the destination is for, for everybody, but everybody's still on the journey with me for now. So feel good about how far you've come. Feel good about how far you're going to go. Trust that Hashem is helping you because you're doing your best. You're always doing your best. You're never doing less than your best. Whatever you're doing is your best. So feel confident that that's your best and feel happy. And, and I want to wish you all a Chag Kasher V'Sameach, a happy and kosher Pesach, and I'm looking forward to hearing your voicemails uh, over the next few weeks telling me about your preparation for Pesach. For those of you, I'll just tell you um, who want to know, um, you can email me at Rebecca at BalaganBegon.com, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, or you can leave me a voicemail through the voicemail system. Um, but... 
I want you all to know that if you're interested in doing the Conquer Your Clutter online class with me, it starts again April 15th um, after Pesach. Um, and I would love to have you join. And for that, if you want more information about it, you can go to RebeccaSaltzman.com. That's R-E-B-E-K-A-H-S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-N.com. And you can sign up for it there. I, if there's any issues or questions or anything about the class, you can for sure feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to you. I haven't yet figured out a way to do it on the hotline yet, but I'm working on it. Bezrat Hashem. I will have something on the hotline for it. But I want to wish you all a Chag I want you all to feel happy and excited to be at the Seder. I won't be updating until after Pesach. Um, but I will listen to the voicemails. So if you have questions, um, I'll do my best to answer them um, as soon as Pesach is over. Um, so yeah, I appreciate everybody's questions and all of the support and fabulous voicemails you've left me. Um, I, I really do appreciate all the kind words. Uh, and I... Yeah, I'm excited for Pesach. I hope you are too. Please remember to say to yourself, Hashem keeps me organized. Hashem keeps me organized. Hashem keeps me organized. And I'm looking forward to speaking to you all after Pesach. Speak to you soon.